Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. We're so excited you decided to join us. Um, before we jump in today, go down, leave a review in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. We do love those, and they help a ton they do. That's a free way of kind of helping us out. Another way of helping us out is to help our sponsors. So first of all, Dr. Dish, if you're thinking of, of getting a, a team that wants to shoot the ball better and consistently put that, that round ball into that cylinder, uh, check out Dr. Dish. Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $350 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. If you're looking for a one-stop shop, if you're looking to become a better basketball coach, if you're looking for a mentor, if you're looking to talk to me on a regular basis, right, James, uh, then you can uh, you can become a teachhoops.com member. And we'll, we'll, I'll put you on the bat phone and we'll take care of your, your specific needs. So come over and check us out at teachhoops.com. Let's head off to the podcast. Okay. I can. I can. I'm at school because I'm sitting here grading. So, you know. I don't envy that. I try to always get mine done on Friday so I don't have to try to do it on the weekend. But it's not always successful. Now, I tell, I tell young teachers, uh, uh, grading is like laundry and dishes. It's always there, you know. <laughs> I know. I hear you. <laughs> it's we the worst fun. part about teaching. It's the worst part, in my yes. opinion, is the assessments. Absolutely. I know. All right, go ahead. Shoot away, coach. Well, first and foremost, sorry about any background noise this morning. My wife got called into the hospital, so me no and the nine month old are, are playing with toys in the living room today. So no worries. <clears throat> um well, I've been kind of poking around at some some different ideas for this coming year. And um to give you a quick rundown on where I'm at, um I wasn't gonna coach last year because my son was born in December. Okay. I was going to take the year off. Um, Colorado ended up not starting until January anyways. So okay. I got talked into being an assistant coach. Um, two days before tryouts, the head coach got let go. 
two, two days, he said? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You don't know the story, but I'm going to assume that, you, yeah. you know, something else happened. But uh, yeah. they asked me to be the head coach, so I took over not knowing any of the kids. Um, the girls really loved the old coach. So last year was tough. Um, but those seniors are gone. Um, a lot of those loyalties have, have gone and, um, they kind of rebelled against my, my basketball philosophies last year. Those seniors did. So it was, yeah, that's, that's very typical when you take over a program too, especially if the old coach is loved. It's like, yeah, that's very so, common. We, Kids we have, have very short memories though. That's the good part. They, they're really egocentric. So they're really worried about themselves in the end. Well, and, and with girls, it's all about the relationship anyways. So finally getting the chance to develop that relationship is hopefully going to make this year a lot easier. Right. Um, basically, I have uh, like four girls who are good athletes. Okay. But have no basketball IQ. Then That's I've okay. got probably three, we'll call it three and a half. <laughs> I got like three and a half who have great basketball IQ. Okay. Not very good athletes. Um, okay. 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 Our, our program is one that um, has never had a winning record. So there's not a lot of, of background in winning anyways. And our okay. league, our league is pretty solid. So. And what division are you like biggest, smallest, middle? Four A in Colorado, which would be second biggest. Okay. So we, we have like 1,200 kids at our high school. Ooh, that's, a, that's not bad. Okay. Well, looking at this year's schedule, our out-of-league games are – they were no good last year. A lot of like 3-11 and 11 teams, 2-10. and 10. Yep. So we got a good chance to start with a, a lot of victories. Um, I would like to run a little press so that we can utilize our athletes – Yep. So I think that that will be good early. Um, right. What worries me is continuing that through. It won't. The, it won't. It won't work when the team's better than. How many? How many girls will you have? Uh, we. You know, we roster twelve, but oh, okay. Seven will play. Seven, eight. Seven, yeah. or eight. Okay. Um, can uh, can you beat teams in the top half? When we play our absolute best, we could compete. Compete. Okay. So that you need to figure out how to compete, not even win. You need to figure out how you can compete with those top half of the teams. Okay. Um, and that's probably not pressing. I'm saying, I understand what you're trying to do. You're trying to get some wins to change. Um, you're trying to get some wins to change, uh, you know, the mentality a little bit. So that's good. I always tell coaches, go get some wins early because that helps. Winning helps everything. Um, so you're probably, when you're not as good as the other team, you don't want more possessions, right? You want, you want less possessions. Sure. So I, 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 the question is, do you want to shift? Do you want to like three weeks press and go full boat and then pull it off when you start playing those other teams? I know that that's kind of where I'm stuck. Or, at. or do you really want to start getting good at something? So I would do a couple things. I would, I would figure out how I can compete with those top halves. I would also try to do something that no one else is doing in your league. Okay. So whether that's a zone, whether that's an offense, something that they're going to, and then you get good at that. Okay. Um, 
whatever it is, maybe it's a matchup two, three, maybe it's, you know, uh, your offense, whatever it is. Um, because that's the way you're going to be able to compete with those top teams. Okay. Uh, do you have a shot clock? No. Okay. So that's, that's helpful, um, for the underdog for sure. Uh, yeah, I think I think you're right in the sense that you want to get some wins. Yes. Uh, just for the mental aspect, because then you want well, and then you have to start thinking of this is this is not a one year fix. This is a seven year fix, and your big money should actually be your big time should be spent on how can I get the middle schoolers excited about basketball. And that's Good. kind of right where I want to make sure that we get as many victories this year as possible. Cause we're in a district that kind of allows open enrollment. Okay. You have, to have a, like a reason to right. go to a school who offers a certain program, but those girls who, who are, want to. They, they come up with any reason not to come. And you, 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 you want to get them away from volleyball and you want to get, I mean, you got to get your hands in them early. Right. Um, so that might be, you know, something I did early was like a Saturday morning program where I'd bring in the youth and I'd have my high school kids coach it. Okay. So there's that kind of relationship. So I'm, 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 I'm it's fun. I buy them donuts, the, the kids that help, blah, blah, blah. I don't, you know, I charge the youth something because if you, if it's free, they won't show up. Right. But if it's $10 for four weeks, they'll show up. Mom sure. will get them out of bed kind of thing. Um, so I charge something I can donate it to this. It doesn't, that doesn't really matter. Um, but that, that really helped because the little girls start looking up to the older girls and then they want to go to the game. And then you have like a youth night and all that kind of stuff. It's hard to do it during the season. Um, but it's effective. It's really effective. Um, uh, because that's what you got to start thinking the, anything we do this year is going to be band-aid. <laughs> I mean, it is, it's like, it's, we got two months basically. Um, as far as, you know, top teams, but that eighth grade girl right now that maybe wants to play basketball, but is being pulled by volleyball or cross country or something, you want to get her excited about it. Um, and the wins, the wins are important. Don't get me wrong, but, um, it's more of a, you got to kind of get this groundswell going um, because then the good ones will come. They'll come. There's right. no, there's no street. The problem is they got to have fun and they got to want to play with, with, it tends to be with girls. There's no, I, I talk about it as um, there's no playground cred with girls in elementary or middle. If you're an athlete and you're a boy, you got street cred. Yeah. Girls. That which is changing. That's different than it was 20 years ago. So it has changed. And I think in another 20, it will be similar to boys. Um, but it's just that street cred isn't like, oh, go play hoops, go do that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, if you're going to press, I would do more of like a 2-2-1 two, two, where I would try to slow that better team down and maybe get some turnovers and then turn it on and off. Like aggressive, not aggressive. Yeah. So like passive, 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 aggressive, passive, 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 aggressive. Okay. Um, Cause you won't get burned on that. The, it's the cost benefit that you got to think about uh, as far as a pressure full court press. Right. I'd be all about pushing the ball up the court because 
you know, the more research I do, the more it's like we spend too much time on our half court offense and not enough time in those first seven seconds. Cause that's where we score. That's that the, the, the amount of time you can spend and the improvement you can get is bigger in that transition than it is on the, and I can spend five minutes on transition and get a better benefit than spending 15 minutes on my half court offense. Um, just because half court defenses are better, transition defenses aren't as good, right? So and that could be something, yeah. And that's that was kind of my so my four athletes are no good in the half court offense, anyways, which is kind of my thought right. on trying to run. And that was the hope of the press is maybe we can get some of those easy buckets off of a steal occasionally, and right. Uh, even if it's even if it's just forcing them to jack up a, a long shot that's I know uh, that's not very high percentage, so we can get a rebound and run. So, yeah, I'd say seven seconds. That should be your goal. But I mean, mine tends to be seven. Yours might be nine, but you should try to get an open shot in those first nine seconds. Okay, that will be hard. <laughs> <laughs> but if they, but it will be the most open they'll be in that entire forty-five second possession. Okay. We'll be in that first seven or nine seconds. Okay. Um, and if you have a decent point guard, they could have, they could lead the school and assists if they do it right. You yeah. know, boom, 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 go, you know. Um, so I, I like the idea of that. I just, I just, I mean, I know it will work early. I just know it's not going to work against those better teams. Right, and do the problem you lose by more. To be honest with you, if you lose, if approach January. Um, you know, we're playing two, three times a week. That doesn't give us time to implement something new at that point. So, really, what what we're throwing in in November and December, anyways. Right. So. Which you can have. You can have those stuff, those things in, and maybe you use it. Maybe you use it. Uh, 30% of the time early, which would probably be enough to beat some of those teams. Okay. And then you, and then you still have it. If you need it, you get down seven with five minutes to go or something like that. Um, I just know that. Yeah. It's not, especially you describing your team. You didn't give me any, you didn't give me any good athletes with high IQ. That's what worries me. I know. I know. <laughs> I, we, we worked our butts off this summer. I ran a, a weight program and we did open okay. gym two times a week. And I'm hoping that made them better athletes, but I don't think you can, you can't take a non-athlete and turn them into an athlete in one summer. No. And, there, and there's only, you can, you can make them a, like my son's an idea of this. You can take them from a five to a seven. You're not right. going to take a non-athlete from a five to a nine. You're just not right. going to do it. Right. I mean, um, you can take and you can, yeah. So it's just, that's not going to happen. Um, so seven is seven can be problematic. Uh, especially you get in foul trouble or something like that. Right. Um, how does eight through 10 look? Are they serviceable? Eight is a, a senior or will be a senior. I think who understands the game, but and can play and give a few minutes. She's a great rebounder and she's okay. very aggressive, but that's about all I got from her. Nine and 10. So what I'm thinking, so what I'm thinking is you're going to want something like, okay, all of a sudden I'm having to play eight, and nine. 
we got to go to this, like, you know, it's a two, three, or it's a, you know, Matt, something where we got to change things or, or that number eight is a screener on our offense, something where you can kind of, you know, accentuate the positive and hide the negatives. Okay. Um, <laughs> Cause that's what you have that. I mean, that's what good coaches do anyway. Like even there's a difference between number two and number five. Sure. So I want to accentuate number two's positives and, you know, hide their weaknesses, even the second best player. But when it gets just, it gets, it gets more important, the farther, the farther, farther down the food chain you get, it becomes more important to hide them in right. some respects. So as long uh, as four of the other ones are competent, you're okay. I've got competent. That would, I would give them competent. <laughs> That's then you're, I mean, yeah. I mean, I could be the fifth starter for the bucks. They could hide me. <laughs> Right. Well, as Giannis is on the Giannis floor. will carry you anyways. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously. <laughs> so, um, okay, awesome. And then offensively, I, like I said, I would love to run as much as possible, but ultimately it's not going to happen every game. Um, Half-court half offense-wise, last year we ran like a little four-out one in. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Modified read and react very modified but like i said i don't know if i have enough girls with the iq to understand what are you thinking what are you thinking you want to run uh i i have one decent but i don't have enough athletes to run a five out i would love to run five out when she's not in there but a lot of our league runs the flex um and I don't want to do that because that's so. And then cool. just switch. I'd, I'd work. I mean, I'd put the flex in just, you know, the reason I would, because then you'll work on it defensively Okay. and just switch everything on the flex, right. switch it, just switch everything. Don't let them reverse it and switch it. It will cause problems. Trust me. Um, so I would put it in just so the, for the sole purpose of that, we can work on it defensively. Right. Um, and and it's you know maybe you could run a couple of possessions here or there if you had to but um so what do you want to do with that post do you want an open post do you want the post to screen what do you um, want from that post a lot of screens she she's not big in terms of strong just tall and skinny so i don't yeah. want to isolate her in there too much because she'll when you play some of those stronger girls, she'll get shoved out of there. But. Well, and the pat and the passes in there again, the cost benefit, half of them end up being turnovers. Sure. Um, so what will people do to you defensively? Uh, we see a lot of three, two, and then a lot of man. Okay. How, what, what kind of man last year was a very saggy, no pressure at all. They, they just kind of packed it in because we didn't have any shooters. So okay. why, why get out on someone if shot anyways? Well, if you did that to me, I'd take four minutes off the clock because then you're not going to guard me. I just, I would. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just run it because I'm maybe not That's as good as you. So I just run, I'd run until we got something awesome. 
I just like, I'd irritate the crud out of you if you, if you shagged in on me like that. And then we would talk and then I would spend the time with the girls. Like, what is the kind of shot? And then I would talk like a lot. I would spend like a 30 minute class on psychology. Literally I would. And I say, let's say we do this and we, and we come down and score three straight times. How do you, how, how do you think that's going to be on their psyche? They're going to look up at the clock and we're up six, nothing at the end of the first quarter. Yeah. You know, so you gotta, you gotta tell them why you're doing it and the psych behind it, but it worked. Will they double your, no, they, we, okay. Most people in, and I only talking about league, most people in league will, will switch screens, but not very effectively, but they still, they'll hedge a little to try to get you to go out and then they always switch on it. Okay. So can you isolate? those two people on one side and just go at them then pack the rim. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, okay. So because you said you only have a couple girls, I, I mean, set plays, I would find a couple set plays that are really good. Right. Um, and work on those a lot and right. re, and all the reads on them because you'll get scouted on them and come January, you'll have to change it again. Sure. But um I would try to figure out ways to get your top two players shots and going north south at the rim. Um, Cause they'll get fouled. They'll get an easier shot. You know, they can kind of throw it up there as they go. You could dribble drive a little bit with a group. Are, are they decent ball handlers? A couple of them are. Yeah. Cause then you could put the ball, you could put the post opposite low block and just leave space open and let them attack. Uh, are you a better shooter than you were last year? Yes, much better. So that will that's going to leave you space because they're going to run out at the shooters then. So the shooters got to be able to go around at that point. The problem is if you have shooters and they can't attack, that that's a <laughs> that's an issue. So I would I would I would figure out something where you can attack too. Um, you know, the dribble drive is a possibility, especially if you can always have a post in there. I'll send you some stuff on that myself in notes. Um, and you could also just do a basic spacing. And then what you do is you give your po you you just basically tell the four girls that aren't the post, here's what you're doing. You're always filling these spots, cutting blah blah blah. And then you and then you spend your time with your two posts or three posts, and say here's your rules. Here's where you can go. Here's what you're doing. So you're basically having a motion for the four girls and a motion for the one post. And here are your rules and here are your rules. And these girls will never come over and have to learn the post rules. Right. Um, you know, here's who you ball screen for. Here's how you space. Here's where you screen away. Here's when you roll to the basket. And then you do some, a bunch of small side games with that. I think that works really well. At least it has when, when I've had one post. That was my my two big concerns was really. Yeah, draw some stuff, get some ideas on paper, and then we can meet. Then, we'll, then I'll deep dive into it with you. That, right. that seems to work really well with people too. Um, you know, here's what I'm thinking. And then we'll get, I mean, I'll get you, I'll get you, um, you get your whiteboard out of your little board. And you can just like, hey, here's what I'm thinking. And then I can look at it. So I'll give you an assignment for like a week, week and a half. Do do that. Figure out how you're going to, what kind of offense you're going to run. Uh, you know, how you're going to score in transition. Are, can anybody bring the ball up or do you have to get it to one girl? Um, I got, I have three who could run it up. Pressure wise, like if, if there's any full court pressure though, uh, like we got a one team that plays a man-to-man -man full court uh, and there's only one girl who can dribble around any of that. 
So, so if you get it fast enough, you don't have to worry about him pressuring you. So that's part of it too. Right. Um, if you can get the ball up fast enough. Which um, then, then means practice needs to be a lot of high energy. Every time, go, go, go. Every, time every time you're working on your defense, I don't know what you're going to run defensively, but let's say you're running just straight man. We call them one trips, one trip. So the defense takes it, goes the other way. One trip. We call them one trips. Okay. Um, and then my count, my coach is seven, six, five. He's counting it out. Um, and they like that because they're playing defense, which they don't really love playing, but then they get one trip of offense. And then we're just on the other end of the court back and do one trips again. Um, that just everything we do, we, we go, <laughs> um, five on five. We don't do anything where we don't go. It's just gotta be constant, constant, constant. Cause whatever you emphasize, they're going to do. If you're you emphasizing start, getting it up fast, they'll get it up fast. Do you start with, uh, do you start with skeleton on that? Like go five on five and then first few times. Yeah, I, well, what I do is like the first day I show them what, you know, five seconds looks like seven seconds looks like nine seconds looks like, and just boom, boom, boom. And that's, I mean, that's like a minute or two. And I have, one of my assistants or a manager running it on the clock just so they can see what it feels like. And then that's, I'm not a number break guy. I'm a let's go like fill a spot. Let's go. You got two guys on one. Let's who cares? Because we don't know what the game's going to look like. So um, no, I, I mean, I do very little skeleton. And my theory with teaching is I teach it once and then it's micro it's micro lessons the rest of the year. Like if I teach you our, our offense, I'm going to spend a class period, 30 minutes of practice, teaching it to you. And then we're going to spend the rest of the year doing micro lessons. Okay. And do I have to come back and sometimes after winter break, reteach and, and emphasize some things? Yes. But don't overteach. They'll learn more by doing. It's the whole, it's the whole world that's coming out right now with small sided games and stuff. It's like, it's been around in teaching forever. It's like, you gotta, you, you, they'll learn by doing and they'll learn by making mistakes. It's the reason when I teach statistics, I do a lesson, but then I also do activities. I have them find their, you know, they have to build their own knowledge is what I'm telling you. So yes, five on zero, a little bit but not, that never happens in a game. So don't do it very much in practice is what I'm saying. And what's your thoughts on, so early in the year, thoughts on stopping scrimmage and teaching versus letting them go and teaching. I'm talking like inner squad scrimmage, talking post inner squad scrimmage. Trying to run a little bit. I don't want to stop every- Very little, every very, little very little, very little. If it- Miles. Miles. So when Miles gets to be four or five and he runs into the street, you're going to stop him from running yeah. into the street. However, if he's running into the backyard, you're going to probably let him run into the backyard. And you're going to say, don't do that later. Like we shouldn't do that, blah, blah, blah. So if it's urgent and it's really bad, I stop it. But for the most part, I do my teaching later. Um, I also do teaching the next day sometimes when we're watching film of practice and stuff, but I don't have little ones at home. So I have more time <laughs> to watch film than you do. When my kids were that age, I didn't, my assistants were watching all the film, but anyway, uh, I don't let them, let them go. Now I wouldn't let them go and make three horrible mistakes that are like, you know, turnover, 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 turnover. It's like, hold on. What just happened? And then we'll talk about it as a group and I'll let them, or I'll, 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 pick a, I'll pick on somebody. I'll go, Amanda, what was, what, what just happened there? And then I'll let her try to solve it. 
because they'll listen to her more than they'll listen to me. And usually, especially I'll pick them I'll, I'll pick someone early in the season. I know will probably have the right answer, but later in the season, I won't do that. So uh, let them go. Let them make some mistakes. It's the only way you learn. You touch the stove. It's hot. You don't touch the stove anymore. <laughs> right. Um, me yelling at them isn't going to change the thing, but um, them doing it in a, in transition will for sure. Awesome. And work out. And I'm going to give you some more advice too. This is what I'm working on with my coaches tomorrow night is I would start mapping out the first couple weeks and figure out, okay, how am I going to, when, when's my first game? How can I get everything in? How am I going to teach it? It's like, oh, crud. Like, how can I map this out? So I'll, once I get mine a little bit farther along, I'll send you, a, just send me an email. I'll send you our, kind of our spreadsheet that we're working off of. It's like an Excel sheet. And again, does it change? Yeah, I mean, I just did my lesson plans for next week, five days worth. I'll probably do three of them. Yeah. And then by the third day, I'm going to be off kilter. Right. So it's more that I'm just getting my head wrapped around. Okay, we're playing this team this day. I got to make sure I got everything at least competent by that first game. It's not going to be good, but it's going to be competent. That is um, that is one thing stressing me out. We we start tryouts on the 15th, three practices, because obviously we don't get together on Sundays. Yep. And then, it's, then it's Thanksgiving break. So yeah. So so I would do I so the tryouts are fine. You can start practice in tryouts. Sure. Um, because when I'm teaching, you better be able to pick things up. I mean, I don't care if anybody, but it's, you should have your offense in, in by the end of the tryout because I, this is like tryout is, can you do this? Can you pick things up? Can you figure out what's going on when I teach a drill or, or a small side game or whatever I'm doing? Can you pick it up quick enough? So in January when we're doing it, so you know, obviously I'm looking for skill sets and I'm doing other things, but I'm also basically running a practice to see how you deal with it in tryout. And if you're really worried for time, you're probably up early because you got a little one. You could do two. We do, we do two a day. We do morning and after school, morning and after school, at least initially. Part of it is discipline. Part of it's getting up. Part of it is who's serious and will really show up that first morning. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And I can get more in. And the morning tends to be more skill work, shooting, full court. And then after school, because they've been in school all day, more cerebral. So, because I can't get everything in. I yeah. mean, it's like right. you. It's like, holy crud. I got to try to get everything in. How am I going to do this? Yeah. We play the Monday after Thanksgiving break. Which is crazy. I've got, I got a week break and then we play that. My 19 year old's off at college and I still remember how tired I was at that age. Like... <laughs> But only once they once they start sleeping through the night, then you feel like you get your life back. Like you're not like a zombie. It's like the walking dead until they sleep through the night. My life came <laughs> back to me about a month ago because my wife is a nurse and she's okay. from night shift to day shift. So I want I'm not here by myself at night anymore, which is fantastic. I know. I remember that. I remember that. All right. We'll talk soon, like a couple weeks. I'll and then send me an email once I kind of figure out that spreadsheet i'll send okay sounds good coach all right yep no problem see ya bye bye hey everybody i hope you enjoyed the podcast if you want to hear other podcasts by coach collins go over and check out high school hoops and teacher side gig and then go over and subscribe to all of them and leave all of them five star reviews that would be great um and then if you have 30 seconds after that go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better have a great day sports social podcast network it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash Life's gotten mundane. 
So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.